Welcome back to the mom pod. There's something nice about being back to the original wine pour. Yeah. That just, just feels right. Sounds, yeah, I was like, it sounds and feels right. Today feels right. I was telling Alyssa, like, how excited I am to just have an episode where we're sitting down and talking because I feel like we've had a lot of guests and, like, topics and, like, things Very recently. Very structured. Yeah, which is good for us. Which is good. Like, I feel like it helps us a lot right. with getting through the podcast, but there are also days where I just want to sit and chat with my friend. Right? So. And we want you guys to listen. <laughs> yeah, you're chatting with us. Yeah, basically. You're in the room. Currently. Right now. Close your eyes. You're here, baby. You're here. <laughs> uh, so how have you been? I feel like it's been a long time since we've had girly chat. I know. I feel like that, too. Um, I've been good. Rainy's good. Normal stuff. Business, baby. But how was your wedding? You just went to a wedding. Yeah, let me clarify. It was not my wedding. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> yeah, my friend Chelsea got married, and she, I think we mentioned on the episode with, oh, no, we didn't mention that I was going out of town. So, yeah. Her wedding was in Solvang, California. So if you're from around the Redlands area, it's like a four-hour drive, three and a half, four-hour yeah, drive. Yeah, not too bad. So obviously we had to leave the baby at home. We had to leave Reagan yeah. here um, by herself with Olive. They just, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> um, Olive was babysitting Olive was baby and sitting. did a great job. Mm-hmm. She was totally fine. Just kidding. But um, Chance's parents watched Reagan, and it was like the first time I think we've gone out of town like that and really felt like comfortable good. just like knowing she was good you're right yeah. like she doesn't need I didn't need to be pumping on this trip like or any right. of that like everything she needed was there she was fine like and we really got to relax so that was really nice that's good so you guys enjoyed yourself we enjoyed ourselves it's be- have you ever been up there no I haven't it's been up there beautiful it looks beautiful it's like story. coastal but like small town like vibes it's very like cute very cute so it does her family live out there or his family or do they just pick that spot yeah i think okay so the place where they got married i think the family charlie's family owns that like venue i think oh okay or like that plot of like that property really yeah that property it wasn't really like a venue so yeah charlie's family owns that property but there were like little like cottages like on the property so like Charlie and his groomsmen got to stay in one cottage for like the weekend and then the girls got to stay in the other. Chance and I got our own Airbnb because we were trying to have like a parents weekend. Yeah, but, right. But like all the bridesmaids and stuff got to spend the night there. It was really, really cute. That's cute. And like once it was I love all that done. Whole up, idea yeah, too. with like the tables and everything. It was just so cute. And um I feel I feel like I've mentioned this before, but that was the first like wedding I've gone to. Oh, cute. Yeah. So I learned like a lot. Like because right, your wedding married. is coming up. Yeah, and, like, I'll tell people that I'm getting married in October, and, like, you can tell who knows about wedding stuff and who doesn't, because the yeah. people that don't are like, oh, you've got time, and then <laughs> the people that know about weddings are like, bitch, it's coming up. Like, <laughs> really? Are you, yeah. Because I'm like, oh, my God, it's so far no, away. wedding time is, like, smaller than real time. Yeah. Like, I mean, that makes total sense. You have to do stuff with, like, months in mind, like, planning months in advance, right? Like, you have to plan your, like dress alterations four months in advance and like all this stuff so having only shit now four months left until the wedding is a short span of time do i know math june i think by august September. yeah oh it's october it's like scary yeah because there's still a lot that i haven't done but what haven't you done what are you what are you worried about what are you not worried about here's my issue is like when i got engaged so actually i got engaged fourth of july last year so it hasn't even been a year yet, but it'll That's be... That's when you guys were in Hawaii? Yeah. Oh. You were yeah. there on the 4th of July, and that was when I got engaged. We got engaged. It's not only about me. <laughs> we. We. It's a, me us, and Chance. Our 
Anyways, but yeah, so that first like week we got home from Hawaii, I did everything. Like I booked the venue, the flowers, the tables, the chairs. Like I was in full fiance mode. You were on it. I was on my shit because this year is nuts for weddings. Like fucking everybody's getting married. And it's because of COVID. Yeah. Nobody got to get married in 2020. Yeah. So I like booked everything, all the big things right off the bat. And then after that, I had like a big downtime, like lull where I didn't have to do anything because I did all my stuff already. Yeah. Like I got my dress soon after that. Like I was done. Now we're getting into like the little details, right? Like what goes on the fucking place settings and what kind of spoons do I want and what kind of table runners do I want? And that's the shit I'm bad at. Yeah, that sounds like I'm just, let's just have a party. (laughs) Let's just celebrate love. And you know what's helpful about going to Chelsea's wedding is that it kind of made me realize like what people cared about and what people didn't care about, right? Oh, that's When I sat down at the table, I wasn't like, oh my God, there's not a napkin color that matches. Like I wasn't thinking about that as a guest, you know? Whereas as the bride, you're like, this has to match this and this place card has to be there. But like nobody really gives a shit about that. Except for really... Probably you. Probably me. But like if people are going to sit down, like the thing I liked about Chelsea's wedding, good fucking food, good music, good desserts, good people. Like it was just good vibes. Like that's the things I liked about it. I didn't, like I could give a shit what my plate looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally agree. So in attending a wedding and feeling that has helped me like, okay, it doesn't need to be some big fucking like thing. Like there's going to be things that I want to do. That are going to be kind of intricate like that, but it's just not where my mind is. Like, I'm just not, my brain's not oriented to the small, tiny details like that. Yeah, neither is mine. So I feel like I totally get you on that. I can't wait for you and stuff. Dude, I am going to be like. It's just going to be so lit. (laughs) It's going to just be like, here's food. We got an open fucking bar. That's the most important part. Dance floor, because you know Seth likes to dance. Oh, that is going to (laughs) be a treat. The man is going to just shed layers of clothing throughout the night. Just the pants, the nice shoes. That's going to be it. Maybe not even the shoes. Maybe not. Maybe not even. He's going to be lit. We're going to be lit on it's our wedding. It's going to be. See, Bride I'm, is going to be on the table. I am going to be dancing shots. on the table. Body shots. <laughs> I'm changing into my PJs at the end of the night I and continuing. I love that. See, I don't yeah. want to be drunk at my wedding. Really? No. I do. Because I get bad hangovers and like, we're leaving Well, I don't want to be like throw up You guys are like well versed though. So you can yeah. recover quickly. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you drink water, we'll eat snacks. I just like to keep like a good buzz drunk Chance throughout the night. fucked up at Chelsea's like. wedding. Hell yeah. He was fucked up. I was driving us home. Oh shit. So they had, I think they you had. You could have Ubered. Dude, it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Oh, okay. There wasn't really Ubers like that. Like, I was okay, looking so at someone people. someone had to drive. I was looking at people trying to Uber, and it was, like, a mission for a lot of people. Like, stuck there. So I, I kind of had that in mind going into the night. So I think I had, like, two glasses of wine spread through the whole night. So I was straight. Yeah. But they had an open bar with, like, two specialty cocktails, and Chance was drinking them lemon drops Hell with yeah. a fucking that straw. That used to be my favorite. Oh, my God. That shit tastes like juice. It's I know. dangerous. I know. But he was living. He was oh having, my god, I love that Because Chance him. doesn't really be dancing like that. So you know when oh, you look over at him lit. and he's all... With the, the shoulders. shoulders. <laughs> just like a little bob. I'm like, this man's fucked up. Oh my god, I love that. So yeah, Good it was for you guys. really fun, but like really hard in like a lot of ways for Why me. Why hard? Well, Oh, yeah. how is it with your friends? Right, so then it was enjoyable. It was a beautiful so, wedding. Let me give but how is how did that go? Backstory to people that are confused. We kind of talked about it in the first episode, but like yes, I did. had a group of four girlfriends, so me and then three other girlfriends, and then Chelsea is one of those girlfriends. So she has remained friends with me and the two other girlfriends, but the group has kind of split. Yeah, and it ended on like 
the terms of like, well, we all have a mutual friend in Chelsea. So therefore we all need to be good with each other. Like we don't have to be besties. Yeah. You have to be respectful. We're not going to give each other dirty looks. Like we're all in the same place. We're here for her. Let's just make it as enjoyable as possible. Were they welcoming? Well, that's the the hard thing about it for me is like, I still miss my friends like every day. Oh yeah. Like I get really like, like I cry about it. I think like once a week. I'm sure. Because it's hard. Like I feel like if you have friends out there that are like sister friends. Right. And then you still have to be around them after you're not friends anymore. It's like painful. So do you think now that Chelsea's wedding's over, do you think there'll be more of like a healing process from that friendship now? You know. Because technically now you don't have to see them. Well, you know, I think about that, but it's like Chelsea's going to get pregnant and there's going to be baby showers and there's going to be. Right. I'm always going to have to see them. Right, but that'll be like a minute until that like happens yeah. and you have to see each other and maybe even then you could rekindle that friendship yeah I've been so, having a hard time and I talked to Chance about it a lot and my and Alana I talked to her about it a yeah. lot too but like there is part of me that like after because we were all really good at the wedding like mm-hmm. it was all almost back to normal Cute. like that's friends good. and like all that stuff but that's also makes me sad because I do miss that friendship a lot and so to have it and then to go back to like okay we just don't talk anymore has been really hard like this week since being back is like like, you miss them. You want to I text do. them or FaceTime them. I do want to. Why don't you? <sighs> Maybe just throw part out of, a text. It's part of the, like, if they miss me, they would text me. Right? But they, but they probably think the, the same, same thing, thing about you. It's tough. Because, like, okay, so I had my... It's been two years today since I announced my pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And in that little video I made, it was, like, they're all in the video. And yeah, like, I know. I saw. And it's, it's hard cute. for me to watch it because... Like, I did things like that for a reason. Yeah. Like, had them in my life for a reason. So it's just, like, a really hard thing for me to think about. And I don't... I think I fear rejection, like, a lot of the time. Right. Of, like, what if I'm, like, hey, like, miss you, love you, let's be friends again. And they're, like, mm, we kind of enjoy not having... I don't you think know. it'll be like that. But, right, that 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 rejection could always be there. But it's, like, how we say about relationships the same way with friendships. Mm-hmm. You got to put your ego aside, put your pride aside. Yeah. And if you love them, you miss them, tell them. And if they don't reciprocate it, then you're, like, okay, I tried. Right. Because, like, I was talking... To- Chances of the mindset of like, my girlfriend's been hurt and I don't want her to be hurt again, so don't do it. Yeah. Like, you know, when you, yeah, when no, you talk I get to that. family members about things, because this, when it all went down, when our friendship ended, it was a really rough couple months for me. Like, yeah. I was really not doing well. And so when your family members and people you like that love you see you like that, they don't ever want you to go through that again. Yeah. So, 100%. of course, from his perspective, he's like, let's not reopen the wound, like, while it's being closed. Mm hmm. And so I get that. But Alana was like, you already don't have them in your life. So the worst that can happen is you still don't. Correct. So yeah, maybe I'll, I'll hit them up probably before the episode airs so that this isn't awkward. And, <laughs> right. <laughs> and they're like, do they listen? This right? bitch like, still hasn't texted me. So yeah, I, we've talked I about it. I think it's it. a good idea. Friendship breakups Just are the try. fucking hardest breakups. Just try it. Yeah. Hit them up. But yeah, so it was hard for me. Like I would take... I'm mi- glad it went good. I would take minutes to go cry in the bathroom like... And oh my stuff like god, that. Allie, it you was, always take it. It was like, shitty. So I know, it was shitty. But like, it's like hard. Do I move past it or do I, you know, whatever. But there was a lot of happy tears Do you too. think that you could move past it? Like yeah. what did, okay, so that's good. So yeah. if you've healed from that fight, that conversation. Oh, I'm not upset about the reason that we're not friends anymore at all. Okay, so that's great. I know. So then I feel like that is within itself. It's but I healed. made such permanent decisions, like because of how pissed off I was, right? Yeah. Like, they were in my wedding party. They're yeah. no longer in my wedding party. Like, Are they I, still invited? I haven't sent them an invitation yet. If we, you know, I kind of wanted that to be the olive branch because part of what was so hard for me at Chelsea's wedding is that 
Like, I wanted my friends at my wedding. Of course. I was like, this is what I want at my wedding. Like, I want my friends crying and happy and, like, all this stuff. Like, I want that. Right. And so it was really hard for me to be there and know that my wedding isn't going to be like that because I've, you know, burned these bridges. Why don't you just invite them? Maybe that could be your bridge. Yeah. I was, I think. Like, if you are so uncomfortable with texting them right now, maybe just sending an invite and seeing if they RSVP. Well, what I did, at the end of all of, like, our friendship, like, because we had, like, kind of final texts to each other where we were like, let's move on from this. I was like, you guys are still invited, by the way. Like, I hope you choose to come. So that, you know, but we'll see. So they could just be waiting for their invite. (laughs) Yeah. But like, like I said, there were a lot of happy tears too. Like, Chelsea and Charlie are, like, so in love. Have you, have you met them? No, I haven't met them. They're like your quintessential, like romantic, Aww. professing their love to each other. Like, Oh, so sweet. I can't. Like char- their vows to each other. I can't. Full oh my tears. God. And Charlie wrote his vows to Chelsea the morning of. <gasps> oh my God. So it was just straight from the fucking heart. Straight from the heart. This man. And they, the eye contact. It's a moment. Uh, so, it's so awesome. Moment. I wish someone would have recorded it. I've so never even, your it. wedding is going to be my first wedding. Bitch. I mean, I've been in a wedding when I was a kid, but like. My goal for my wedding is not a dry eye in the fucking room. <laughs> have you been working on your vows? I've thought about that every time. So I'll drive in the car, right? Like yeah. I'll be driving and having like a long drive and I'll think about what I want to say and I'm crying oh, without even writing them down. I'm just like so excited. I think that's such a fun part. Too. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Just like in front of everyone, professing yeah. your love. <sighs> not everyone's into it though. People like the classic, like. Do you take this man? Do you take... Yeah, them? some people like just their things to be private, yeah. too. Yeah. So, I mean, like... I it's, feel like chances it's just, like that. Yeah. But I'm like, you're going to write your fucking vows, and you're you going to say... You say them in front of everyone. You're going to tell everyone how much you love me, and you're going to make promises, baby. That's you what can we're do doing. It. You can would do you and it. Seth do that, you think? Yeah, no, we would write vows for sure. I love But that. Seth loves the stage, and I have no problem fucking <laughs> talking, so... No problem. Seth is going to be like, all right... It's my turn. Okay, babe, are you done? It's it's my turn. I got mine right here. <laughs> he's not even listening to what you're saying. Know, he's just, just preparing. Ready to say his... Gonna say. He's going to have a few jokes in there. Yeah. Of course. Right. But it was so good. And our photographer... Her photographer is going to be our photographer for our wedding. Right. So we got to, like, hang with her, talk with and her. And you guys are, like, friends. Yeah. So that was good. That you she's big pregnant. Yeah. So... She was big pregnant when I saw her. She... Her son is six. Mm-hmm. So kind of the gap that we want. I, I believe in the gap. I but I'm like... Her son is so well-behaved, and he came to the wedding. So her husband and her son come with her to, like, every event that she does, which I think is so cute. Mm-hmm. So it was just, like, kind of cool to see, like, cute. that dynamic. That's so good. He's just, it's probably easier to, like... See, this is the thing. is like, he's probably... He's, like, well-behaved, right? You're saying, like, he's a good yeah. boy. But, like, you... It's because she was able to invest all her time into one person. I yes. feel like a lot of time... And I'm not saying that you can't do that when no, you have multiple yeah. kids. But I'm saying, like... If you're able to, like, give them that attention, they feel fulfilled, they feel like they're not missing anything, they're learning things, they have their mom's attention, and then then, then another one comes, it's easier for them to be like, okay, like, I'm, like, they're set, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they've learned, yeah. they're good, and then the, then the attention goes to the new baby, and they want to give the attention to the new baby. Yeah. When it's a baby, when you have a baby, and then you have another baby, the baby's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I like, think there's a fine gap between... Like, if there's a, like, you and Ronnie. Right. You probably didn't fucking know any better by the time Ronnie was born, so that's all you knew, right? They brought Ronnie home and I kicked him in the head. Yeah, my parents tell me about that story. I would, like, push over his car seat. <laughs> like, this is what I'm telling you. Like, I have real life experience with, like, a close in age baby or close in age sibling and a far in age baby. <laughs> you said, no, bitch. I kicked him in the head. They brought him home I- and I kicked him in the head. <laughs> Who the fuck does that to a newborn baby? A fucking 14 month old child. Yeah. Because they don't know. I'm like, who is this? Why, right, why but you is... only know that because you were told that. Well, correct. Because in your memory, all you've ever known is having. Yeah, so your the sibling. person it doesn't it 
it affects, I feel like, maybe, like, the parents yeah. more. Yeah. Right? Because no one wants to see their child kick their other child in the head. What? What do you even do? I would like to hope that a six-year-old wouldn't kick their newborn sibling in the head. They wouldn't. In the they head. wouldn't. Unless, unless they there's have something, severe behavioral unless issues. Unless there's something actually wrong. Like, Alyssa's son would never do that. Yeah. Like, I was asking him, because no, they're having another boy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, did you want a baby sister or a baby brother? And he was like, a baby brother. I'm like, why? He's like, because I don't want my house to turn pink. <laughs> that's he's cute, like though. i don't want all that do they not know who what the gender is no it's a boy oh it is yeah a boy. that's cute yeah. so i think they wanted a girl though I they were telling cute. Uh, me too it'll be cute see i'm a fan of either two girls or two boys not two not no. one of each i don't like i makes i want one of each well i mean i already have the girl yeah so I'm, would you have thought that way if you didn't already have rainy no if i didn't have rainy already i would just want two boys two boys that's what i wanted chance and i wanted two boys yeah then we got a girl so now i want two girls if <gasps> if if you have Bitch, a baby. the way that slipped yeah. out of my mouth. It sounded natural. Whoa. Like you wanted to have another I one. I think about it every day. Just do it with me. Okay. We'll just do it together. All right. We'll Chance, if you're it. listening. That's it. I have a doctor's appointment next Tuesday. No, not now. <laughs> Ellie's going to be pregnant in her wedding dress. No, 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 no. It's not the type of dress for that. It's, it's not that size. It's not so that size. I gotta, I gotta fit perfectly that's hilarious so what are some topics that we wanted to talk about so today today on the agenda we have a few things that we're brainstorming talking about i feel like something that is like pretty prominent in the ages of our children right now Mm -hmm. is like gentle parenting right like toddler tantrums are in full effect for the both of us oh probably more you than me well mine's just stronger right now and she can verbalize yeah like she lets me know when she's upset yeah and i have to remain calm and gentle right which is actually not fucking easy you know gentle parenting is not easy you know that's what's kind of irritating like do you follow like instagram accounts about like gentle parenting and shit no but like i feel like it because i talk about it so much you're for you or like your explore page instagram's listening instagram's listening always that it comes up and that's the tough thing i think about gentle parenting right is that there's science behind why it's a good thing yes and these Instagram accounts are, because they're about gentle parenting, are gentle accounts, right? They make everything, like, soft, soft and you have you to talk. But, like, when a fucking kid is screaming in your face right. and throwing shit and kicking you and biting you, it's so hard to get your mindset into that <sighs> ease. ease. Because it doesn't feel like that works, right? Right. Like, I feel like gentle parenting is more of a long-term effort. Yeah, because I feel like term. it does work. I believe in it, like, full-heartedly. I feel like it's... Me too. I yeah. feel like it's the right way to go, I feel for like sure. it's the right way to go, for sure. And like you're saying, it's just fucking hard. Like, it's yeah. hard to be the calm in the fucking storm. Right. Especially if the calm in the storm is in a public place. Right? Your kid's Itch. screaming, your kid's kicking you. It looks like you don't even fucking... You're stealing this kid. You're like, can you just please... Just, right. Just, can you relax? So I think that we should give a definition of what gentle parenting is. Yeah, for like that's a good idea. People that don't know. Right. So... This is just what I googled, gentle parenting definition. Gentle parenting is a parenting approach that encourages a partnership between you and your child to make choices based on internal willingness rather than external pressures. So basically more of a relationship than like a hierarchy. Like we're doing this together, not I'm telling you. Like I'm doing this to teach you these are the rules, but I'm not like standing above you, yelling at you, telling you you can't do something. I come down to your level, explain to you why you can't do that. Right. And there is a rule. Right. Instead of just saying no. I A lot of the accounts that I've seen talk about it, it's more of a like, how would you, how do you respond to people that are trying to get you to do something right? You don't respond well to someone yelling in your face, do you? Nope. No. So you don't do that to a child. 
And this goes against a lot of what, like, our parents were raised oh, yeah. to do with their kids. Like, you say this shit to, like, our parents. Oh, my And God. they're like, get some balls. No. You're in charge. Seriously. You're the mom. And while I understand, like, the power dynamic of parenting, children that are, like, two years old cannot grasp the concept of that. They don't understand that. They don't understand, I'm the parent, I'm in charge. They just understand what they're feeling, right? Their emotions are so big, they can't begin to grasp, oh, my mom's in charge, so I have to do what she says because she has my best interest in mind. Yeah, like, she's taking care of me. If she says I can't do something, it's probably because I can hurt myself. It's because she loves me and I can hurt myself. Yeah, they don't get that yet. All they hear is no, and then they get mad. Right. So you have to find some kind of balance between... Which is so valid, too, right? Because if, like, someone told you no, let's say you asked someone a question and someone told you no... And you're just like, okay, but, but why? why? Like, it's right there. Like, why can't I have that candy? It's, I see it. You let me have it it's, yesterday. You let me have it two yeah. seconds ago. Why yeah. can't I keep eating it? Right. Like, they don't get that. Right. So you just come down to their level. You explain it to them as much as they can get it. And yeah. eventually, like you said, it's more repetition. Gentle parenting yeah. doesn't work straight off the bat, but it works long term. And I think psychologically, it will make them yeah stronger and ask more questions when they get older and feel like trust too yeah and i feel like it makes them feel like they have a voice right so you tell them to do this or that like how our parents did and we were just like okay like that's the rule right which is still the same with gentle parenting the rule stands no matter what but i and you with gentle parenting we explain to them why it's no we explain to them like why you can't do this why as much as they probably don't understand yet we'll continue that on as they get older and i think it would I think it just would make them feel more like, like even in a job when they get older and friendships, they're gonna be like, no, I like it's I don't get that. Can yeah. you explain that to me? Like, right, right. I think a lot of this quote unquote like gentle parenting approach is about you as a parent, almost as much if not more as it is about the kid, mm-hmm. right? Like you're teaching yourself not to react the way that you might want to. More than you're teaching your child to react to a certain way, right? Like patience. Patience. And when you're saying words like patience, you're you're almost saying it to yourself more yes. than you're saying it to the kid because you comprehend why you're saying what you're saying. And to speak to somebody like as a parent of a child right now that's non-speaking, like Reagan is not yeah. vocal quite yet. She's saying little words here and there, but nowhere near like not conversations. Not conversational. So I have to tell myself this a lot, right? Like I deal with the frustration every day of looking at a kid trying to, cause she's mentally there, right? Like right. she's smart enough to understand what I'm saying, but can't give it back. So I'm all day having conversations and teaching with a child that I don't know if she's grasping what I'm saying or not. Right. I don't know what you want. So that frustration of sitting there and then she's pissed off and I'm like, is it this? Nope, not that. Do you want this? Okay, it's clearly not that. And then that's my whole day is trying to figure out this. So that frustration arises often. And I think a lot of being gentle in your parenting is telling that to yourself. Yeah, no, for more sure. More than a I child. I totally agree. Especially when you're saying like the patience thing and you're telling your toddler, be patient, be patient. I'm like literally telling myself, okay, you be patient too, bitch. Yeah. You be patient. Yeah. Like she's two, she doesn't get it. Like let's just bring it down so let's let me let me throw this at you what are your thoughts on like spanking or physical discipline uh i'm not for it okay i'm not for it i don't think you should instruct fear of any type of like because i don't want her to hit people right right so like hitting people like we're adults when you make me mad i don't just go up and hit you yeah like that's That's not, not okay it's not really normal in general so why should we make it normal in their younger life right 
right? So I I do timeouts. Okay. Like I I make a timeout chair anywhere. Yeah. Like we were at your house the other day and I was like, I'll make a timeout chair here. Yeah. And she just looked at me. Yeah. And then. So what are your parents' beliefs on spanking? Were you spanked as a kid? Um, no, I wasn't really spanked, but the boys were. Okay. The boys were more spanked. Okay. It wasn't like, like they never got like the belt or anything, yeah. but like they would get like swats on the butt. Yeah. Just like, just like walking by. So no like pants pulled down, right. no like right, whole right. extravagant thing, but they, they were spanked. Yeah. And on occasion, my mom would be like, like when I was like a teenager, this probably sounds awful, but when I was like a teenager and I would talk back, she would like flick my lip. How fucking rude. <laughs> and I remember I just hated it. I'm like, like, I can't do that back to you. Why are you doing that to me? Right. Right. And she doesn't do that to like her sister or like right. my aunts and like other adults. And as a kid, you see that, right? Right. And I'm like 15. So like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like older. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, I kind of get the idea that like, that's not okay, but why are you doing it to me? Right. Kind of thing. I mean, it made me stop talking back, right? Like it got yeah. her point across and I'm no, there's no like trauma there. Right. But, right, like, right. Right. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Because you're not supposed to do that right. in general to people. Right. I have mixed feelings about it. I don't think I would ever spank Reagan. Yeah. I wasn't spanked as a kid. Mm-hmm. But there are, like, situations, like, okay, so Chance's dad, they've told us this story many times. So you know how well-behaved Chance and his brother are. Yeah. The boys. They're, like, little saints. Yeah, they're good The boys. respect that they have for their parents is otherworldly. Like... I don't think I've ever met a set of kids that respect their parents and listen to their parents like Chance and Jaden do. Like, whatever Summer and Terry did fucking worked. Like, the boys didn't have a sip. They spank? I'm getting there. Okay, okay. They didn't have a sip of alcohol till they were, like, 19. Jaden's about to be 21, still hasn't had a sip of alcohol. Like, they're, and not saying that's good or bad, but they're just so disciplined about, like, what is right, what is wrong, these are the rules, this is correct. And I don't think Jaden was ever spanked, but... Chance remembers this vividly. They were at a restaurant once. Chance has only ever been spanked one time. Okay. They were at a restaurant and Chance is doing like something. And Terry took Chance out to the car, spanked him, came back. Terry said that Chance was like a changed boy at that point after then. Like his whole vibe. Whole vibe. How old And all he had to do was look at Chance and say, do you want to go outside? Anytime he was doing something bad and it was, that was it. So he's only ever been spanked once. Yeah. So in situations like that, I'm like, shit, well, that clearly... Like, I don't think that their behavior as adults is because he was spanked once as a kid. Yeah. But, like, in that situation, that shit clearly worked. Right. And, like, as a parent, it's it's hard because you are supposed to instruct a certain amount of fear. Not, like, fear of Healthy obviously fear. getting hurt, but, like, fear of, like, oh, I will take away your phone or, like, yeah. whatever it is that makes them upset as they get older, it changes. Right. So there is supposed to be, like, a sense of, like, oh, if I do that, like, I'm going to get in trouble. Right. I just don't, I don't know if I would trouble to be right. Hit. I wouldn't want my kid to think like, oh, my trouble is that I'm going to get smacked. Yeah. But like, I don't know if you know the relationship that Summer has, Chance's parent, Chance's mom with him. But like, yeah. Summer never hit Chance or Jaden, but they almost have more fear and more respect for Summer than they do Terry in a lot of ways. Yeah, because I think words, like as much as we think like, okay, she's two right now, but like yeah. even as they get older, 15, 20, Chance is 25, yeah. like if you make your words like where they can like right. understand and grasp it right and they think about it right. later i think that's when they get that sense of respect i also think that boys are a lot different boys are a lot different girls because are like fuck you i think about the shit that like i got in trouble for yeah. as a kid like it didn't fucking matter my mom would be like i'm gonna take your phone away and i'd be like here or yeah, she'd be like girls- you're not gonna go on that trip and i'd be like great and go up to my room. Like, there is nothing that yeah. you could have told me. Like, especially if I was set in my ways. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, take it away. Send me there. 
sit my ass here. I don't fucking care. Like, I was just a dick. Yeah. All me and my sisters were like that. I think that's a girl thing. It is a girl thing. Because I definitely was more like... Like, um, no, I, I'm, I'm going to, I want to do that. So I'm going to do it. Right. Whether you're going to let me or not do it, either then I'm going to just sneak out the window. Exactly. So, like, like, oh, I'm grounded. Cute. I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, yeah. When, I'll be back in the I'll, morning. I'll be back in the morning. Yeah. Like, like girls are, dude, they're just, that's why I wanted boys. <laughs> I've said but it not once. To say that boys I'll say it again. Right. But there's but, just those, I don't know what it is. The spark, the fire. I don't know what I think it is. it's the fire in girls. It's fucking. Just the. And as girls who are like that, I am not looking forward to see oh, no. what Dude. the fuck our girls do. Especially what they come up with together. I know they're going to be masterminds. Because does gentle parenting carry through into, like, the teen years? Any teen mom that's listening you know, to this right now? that's a good question. Like, that's moms of teenagers, question. they're probably like, bitch, you don't even know what you got coming. She's like, trust me, flick the lip. She's like, do it. Like, right? Because like, people, like, will talk about the terrible twos, but then you hear, like, parents that are our, that are our parents' age talk about the teen years... Like, it's the fucking worst thing that you'll ever experience in your life. And I'm like, it doesn't... To me, I'm like, I can't wait to be able to talk to my daughter like a teen. You don't think? No, dude. Because I'm the oldest of, like, five. So my mom and John, he has two kids. Mom has three. Mm -hmm. So I've seen everyone go through their teenage years, right? And they are monsters, monsters they are mean they are I just evil. forget right like Dude, I don't remember because I, I like I kind of remember myself right but like I again like when you're that age you're like, I'm like I, I wasn't don't that care. bad like you know, and you also didn't care yeah so you don't like remember it as much and then I was older in college like 20s and now I'm about to be 24 I've watched all these people go through these teen stuff and stuff I went through yeah and did similar to them but I watch it I'm like dude it's a whole nother game they don't give a fuck they do not care they are, cr- dude, they... There's something crazy to think about, like, right now we have ultimate control over our babies, right? What they eat, what they wear, Correct. everything that we, that they do is because we've chosen it for them. There is a little bit of fear there on my part of when they can make every decision for themselves. That's why we have to teach them now. I know. We have to give them as much independency. That's Bitch. why I'm so... This shit's so scary. I know, I know. But that's why I'm so, so big on letting Rainy try things or climb things and fall and, like, do things because it's, like, as much as independency is, like, okay, that's just climbing, nothing big that matters when she's 15, but that independency of starting to learn confidence it's confidence yeah she'll know when to say no to people when to say yes she'll set boundaries because she sets boundaries with me and like I think it carries over like that if you like let them be independent as they're younger so it's not as bad when they first get a taste of independence because I think that first taste of independency when you're like 12 they go crazy right like you let them finally like hold the bag of candy right and then they eat all of it yeah but if you slowly as they get older start to let them hold it but stop only one only eat a few you know how to count just eat like then they'll learn I don't know well I've seen this actually like in my personal life right so my parents weren't that strict with me growing up yeah they were in some ways but like there are a lot of things I did where I'm like my parents are not idiots like they have to know I'm doing this and they have to be letting me do it inadvertently right like probably were probably they probably were and and thinking back on that I'm like why would they let me do that but also like I am a much more mature, well-versed human being because of the experience that I had going to parties and putting myself in situations where shit, that could have gone really fucking bad. Right. And then knowing afterwards, like, I'm not going to do that again. Yeah, like, I don't want to do that again. But there's this girl that I grew up with. um, I'm not going to say her name for obvious reasons, but she grew up in a really strict family and never got any kind of... She never went to a party in high school, never really experienced any of that. And... 
I was in boot camp for the Marine Corps and I remember getting a letter from her and I hadn't talked to her in a long time, letting me know that she had been assaulted in college and that she, she went to a big, she went to a big party school, like a big party college. And that she was just so unfamiliar with the culture of like drinking and partying and what was okay and what, what, what her boundaries were with how much she could drink. Yeah. And it put her in a situation where she ended up being assaulted and going through all these things just because of her lack of experience in the world And so there's that like fine line between, am I doing too much? Am I doing too little? How do I prepare my child for... And I think that question never ends, right? Like we always, like, can we do more? Can we do less? Right? It's, I mean, it's it's the shit that keeps you up at night. Yeah, for sure. But like how you're saying about your friend, I think there is stuff that needs to be teached with our culture because whether we like it or not, like... Chance he just didn't like going to parties and stuff, right? Right. Well, he so, wasn't like, allowed to, but with boys, well, he it's wasn't different. allowed to, right? But boys are different, right. and then also like, I mean, kind of like how I know Chance, he's not like big on that scene, anyway. So if your child decides not to do that stuff, that's totally cool. You, right. you shouldn't force them to like, hey, go out to a party. Like, if they don't want right. to, they don't want to. Right. Whatever. But like, if your child wants to spread their wings and do these big grown up things, and you're kind of scared and stuff, I think that they do need to learn. Yeah. Right? Like, so my dad used to tell me, like, I want you to do things now when you're 17 and under because they just bring you home to me. Once you turn 18, they take you to jail. Period. So that's a big thing that I've kept in my head forever, dude. I'm like, once you turn 18, they don't call your parents. They call the cops and you go to jail, whatever it is, big, small, little scale. So I think if you teach them, like, they turn 15. They're like, hey, can can I have one of those beers, mom? I'm going to be like, yeah, you can have one. Just come hang out with me and dad and you can have yeah. one. Start learning and they can start like, okay, I don't like this beer. I do like this beer. I can't drink too much of this or I throw up or I can do this. And it sounds crazy as a parent to think that like, oh, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to let my kid have a fucking beer with me and like hang out with me. But it's more like I want to do it under my supervision and my dad, my mom, they've always let me have parties at the house and stuff mm-hmm. because they're like, you're in my home. Right. Like, you're there is a here. There is a fine line with that, though, right? Because if you have a bunch of kids underage drinking Correct. at your house, that it falls on your parents and Correct. all that so stuff. Correct. So there has to be boundaries with how many people that can be there. There were always people that my parents kind of knew, like yeah. friends that I grew yeah. up with, whose rides or what. they were. The parents would always kind of regulate that. Like, I'm right. not saying she can have fucking huge-ass bangers right. at my house when right. the cops come. But, like... Being able to hang out with some of her girlfriends, like I was able to hang out with some of my girlfriends in my bedroom. Yeah. And just drink and we just have a sleepover. Yeah. But like I was learning, right? You know, your limit, all that stuff. And and I tell and Chance. And my dad's right there if yeah, I can help. Yeah. I tell Chance all the time, like by the time I hit 17, I was like over it. Yeah. Which sounds really bad. But like by the time I entered like the Marine Corps and there was a big culture of drinking and stuff there, I had been drinking for fucking four years. I was over it. Like, I'd been drunk. I'd been shit-faced. I'd thrown up. See? I'd done all that. Exactly. I knew my limit. I knew I could have three drinks to have a good time, and anything over that, I'm going to be facing the toilet. Exactly. And this girl that I'm talking about that sent me that letter didn't know any of that. And so, unfortunately, learned her limit in a dangerous place, in a dangerous situation. It's very unfortunate. Where mom and dad can't come help you. You're yeah. out of state. You don't have anyone, and you know the worst happened. Yeah. And so, I... I don't know how we got from gentle parenting to here, but it's a a conversation as a parent. Like, yes, our kids are two and under, but these are things you're thinking about from the day you find out you're pregnant. Yeah. They really are. Like, because this is, 
They're going to turn into people. They are. They're going to turn into people. One day she is, they're going to be us, right? They're going to be doing whatever they're doing. I can't even imagine it. Going to the grocery store, taking care of their kids or fucking traveling to different countries. And you just have to hope like what I taught you was instilled in them enough that they're like, hey, probably don't want to go down that street because it's a little sketchy, right? Can we go down this way? Like make the suggestion to their friends because some environments are worse. And I am particularly talking about for girls. I don't think bad things can happen to boys. They can be robbed. They can be beat up. But, like, mainly for girls and the aspect of being taken or abused at school and just all these things is, like, giving that awareness to them so they're fully capable of their surroundings. Put your fucking girls in jujitsu, baby. That's what I'm saying, dude. (laughs) Seth already be wrestling with Rainy. Yeah. He'd be wrestling with Rainy and Coco at the same time. No, seriously. Like, and that's why I always tell her, like, like, I tell her how pretty she is, obviously, because she's pretty. But I tell her, like, you're brave. You can say no. Like you can, that's okay. These are, these are okay things to do. So when she's older, like those are okay. Yeah. Be brave. Be confident. Say no. Leave. Call me. Like you don't have to stay anywhere. Yeah. That's, yeah. And I think about like all the time, the situations that I've put myself in where I'm like, that could have been so fucking bad. Right. Have you seen the show Breaking Bad? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, there's, and Chance and I were watching this particular episode last night, which is why I bring it up now. Okay. Because it's like such a weird thing to think about like okay so there's this guy who's like a drug dealer a meth addict like he's i feel like would be how old we are now like 24 or 25 um and he comes from like a really rich like affluent family like the mom and dad are still together they have another son that's like significantly younger than him i would say like 12 or 13 and he's like in sports and like math clubs and like all this shit doing the younger one or the younger one and so this guy who's like how the fuck did he become a meth dealer a drug addict like all this stuff when he came from such a good family and i chance and i were watching it like because there's an episode where he comes home and like asks to move back in and they're like no like you're on drugs clearly you're living on the street god knows who you know like all this stuff but then the son is perfectly fine the other one like a really good kid and it's like the thought of Chance and I could do every single fucking yes. thing right. We could do everything right. And that's always going to be a possibility. And we still have no control yep. over what our daughter does. It's terrifying. Yep. And so we sat there and contemplated that. Like, paused the episode and we're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, how? No, it's it's insane because you can raise two kids exactly the same. You can give them the best schools. You can do Same everything. books, same toys. Everything yeah. identical. And they can be completely different people, right? So it's like... As parents, I think just do your best. And Hang on to them while you have full control. Do Hang your best. Yeah. Hang on to them. But also let go a little yeah. bit. Yeah. That, that, that may, I don't know the whole situation with that. Obviously, it's like a movie and stuff. Yeah, it's But like, show, it's yeah. definitely like a real scenario because it does happen. I've seen it. You know, like, I mean, I have two sisters and all three of us are incredibly different people. Like, yeah, we've all gone through our own struggles and like my sister was kicked out at 18 and you know, my parents had to go through that in themselves, like basically that whole situation that I was just talking that's about. That's a big decision it's as a, a parent to do that. And I didn't at the time think about it like that, but now looking back, like I'll talk to my mom about it and she like wells up and I'm like, I get it. Like if I ever had to kick Reagan out of my house. You're doing it for a reason. It's right. Like, it's but like it's like so sad. Ah, yeah. Like that's like it my baby. Hurt, yeah. But as a parent, sometimes the things that hurt us is like. I'm doing this for you. Well, she's, like, you know, my older sister you, right? is doing incredibly now. That's and I have thing. to think so, that you know, some like, of that was because my parents took a stand. But like, God, like you just never know the shit that you you're going to run into. And my mom says this all the time. It's like, 
anytime something happens, she's like, they didn't put that shit in the parenting books. Yeah, they She's don't. like, that shit wasn't in what to expect when you're expecting. Like, I've never read one parenting book. Have you not? No. Bitch. I've read like articles, but I've never well, read Well, you books. also weren't pregnant. When you're pregnant, yeah. sometimes you'd be like, ooh, you're a bunch yeah, of and you're like, I'm going to read true. this. But that's now that you've true. already gone through it, you're not going to need to do any of that shit. No. no parenting Chance books. was like reading the, like, what should I'm my saying... wife eat when she's pregnant books. Like, I know, I we saw were that. all into it's it. It's cute. I yeah. saw that. But they don't. When I'm pregnant, I'm just going to text Allie and be like, is this normal? She's gonna be like, no, my pregnancy was beautiful. That's that's no, 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 no. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. <laughs> You're gonna say yes. My pregnancy was easy, but I also read up on all on everyone else's all shits. the fucking bad. So I I'll can't be... read up, or I'm not gonna get pregnant. Is what's gonna happen. I read up after I was pregnant. See, so that's probably there. better because then you're already trapped. I was, uh, yeah, I you're had no idea. There. But that's like one thing off topic that I'm looking forward to is when everyone I know starts getting pregnant and then right. I start getting the texts like, "Hey, what's this? What do I do for this?" I can't wait for it. Cute, it'll be fun to like recommend things. Like, what like, swaddle ah, should I use? So I'm pro. So this is what yes. you do, actually. <laughs> I can't wait. Let me send you a list. I'll yes. send you some Amazon. I'm links. so. Anytime someone DMs me and they're like, "Hey, like." What what blanket did you use for this or what did you do for this? I'm like, here are ten links. This is what I liked about each one. Right. I like no, love. I believe it. I love it. It's so cute. I'm like, want to start a whole blog on my recommendations. <laughs> you could. You bitch. totally could. Too much. So on the topic of pregnancy, okay. Today, something controversial, very much so happened. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Your thoughts, my thoughts. Our thoughts are pretty similar. I yeah. Know there's like outside views on it. So I think in starting this conversation, like, one thing that we should preface is we know that this is a hot topic, like, something that not a lot of people are comfortable talking about. It. Yeah. Everybody and has their own opinion so and they're entitled to it. Today, in us recording this, Roe v. Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court. In, like, 13 states. So, basically, if you're not... I do have a degree in political science, so I'm right, not. Right, let's yeah. hear you talk. I'm about not it. trying. You to, talk. You you. I'm not going to break it. it down in its entirety. But what happened was, so the way the Supreme Court works is a case will be brought to the Supreme Court, right? And then the Supreme Court will make a decision on that specific one case. And why it's important what the Supreme Court says is it then sets precedent for the rest of court cases that are in relation to it, right? So Roe v. Wade was its own court case. Yes. The con- the like Supreme- forever ago. Yeah, so the Supreme Court ruled on it, and then the ruling of that case then became precedent for the rest of ca- the cases that are like that, right? So this case, I think it was in Mississippi, that came up. It basically was ruled that you cannot get an abortion after 15 weeks in the state of Mississippi. Okay. And so the reason why that's now a big deal to everybody is now any other state that has a court case in that realm can now rule that that is also illegal in their state. Because if the Supreme Court rules it, it sets precedent for the rest of the United States. Mm-hmm. Because the Supreme Court is ruling the law of the land. Yeah. Is what it is. So that's why everybody is losing their shit right now. Because now any state that wants to follow suit with that court case can now do so. It's troubling. So, okay. So more backstory, if you know, on that case. So she was 15 weeks pregnant, wanted to get an abortion. What was, what was the, can you give a little backstory on the case? I'm not sure. Let me, let me, let me look it up. Okay. I'm not sure exactly what that court case is. This all happened just now. So the court case is Dobbs v. Jackson, Women's Health Organization. So this, this is what it says. The Supreme Court on Friday, which is today, ruled a case centered on a Mississippi law that bars most abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy, a standard that violates Roe v. Wade. So what happened is this this court ruled that she couldn't have that abortion after right. 15 weeks. 
therefore it got sent because that's Roe v. Wade says no, that's that's, that's allowed. Yeah, that, that's she's allowed. allowed to do that. So that in its in that violating the Constitution, therefore went up to the Supreme Court, and then the Supreme Court ruled actually we're overturning Roe v. Wade. That's correct. Which is what the issue is. So it's a big fucking deal as women, as women that are moms to girls. So th- it's a big fucking deal. Right, right. So this is these are my thoughts on it, right? Is like there there's so many people who are conservative and they don't want us to and I put in quotation marks, kill babies and such, right? But what happens to these babies afterwards? Right? Let's say that this person is 16, 13, and they, they, they don't want to have a baby. They made a mistake, right? And their whole life has to be that now. And, right, there's, a, there's adoption and stuff, right? But, like, to go through being pregnant at such a young age is probably traumatizing because not only are you going through all those hormones and emotions, but you're also going through, like, puberty hormone and emotions. You have people making fun of you. You have, like, all these things that are happening to you psychologically and physically, and it's it's just mind-blowing to me that they they don't think about the aspect of like really like the mom or the baby afterwards they just think about this they just think about the conception of it and like it growing inside of somebody and this argument chance and i talk about this you know all the time this argument of pro in quotes life is something that i cannot grasp or begin to understand because the people that are arguing for this quote-unquote life care about the baby until it's born no seriously that's they don't care once the baby is born what happens to it who the parents are where the baby ends up who's feeding it they don't care all they care is that it's born make that fucking make sense to me because it doesn't sense you posted this this morning who is going to pay for the unwanted babies who's giving out free health care to people forced to follow through on pregnancies you know fucking what? If you want to cancel abortion, fine. But you better fucking finance that baby's life yep. until they are 18 years old if that's the decision that you've yep. made. Because you're tossing women, you're tossing babies that you so fucking desperately love and care about out onto the goddamn streets. Yep. So congratulations on that. I'm glad that you saved the fetus. Yep. And and there's no way to draw the the line of when something is alive or not. Until it's born, in my opinion. I agree, too. So you care about this baby until it's born. You don't... And then when the baby ends up black or transgender or whatever, then you and, and really then you don't a, give a shit about it. Then you got it. another fucking thing Then you thing really don't it. fucking care yeah. about the baby. That's what I'm saying. It's in, it's 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 mind... It's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. And you know what? We have separation of church and fucking state in this country for a reason. Don't even get me fucking started because a lot of the 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 reasoning behind anti-abortion is off scripture, mm-hmm. is off religion. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yep. what if that's not my fucking religion? Right? What if I don't subscribe to that? Why am I Correct. being held to a standard yep. that I don't believe in? We're supposed to have freedom of religion in this country. We're supposed to have separation of church and state. Yep. Why the fuck are your laws on my body based off some scripture from some old fucking man that might not even exist? Yep. Good shit, bitch. You brought it up. I'm my face is fucking hot. Take a sip of your wine. <laughs> I just like you know what I mean. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. Right? Like we're we're basing it off of oh, like this is God's creation, God's this and that. But you know, wow, this God's good. Oh yeah, it's a new wine. You like it? Yeah, it's good. Okay. It's from Trader's. Guys. I sipped it. Well, we might Anyways, put it in continue, the link. Continue, continue, continue. <laughs> um, 
we base it off of all kinds of different things, right? Some people it's religion, some people it's just science or whatever it is behind it. But it, to me, I am just so concerned about the mom and the baby afterwards because some people shouldn't be fucking parents, dude. Hey. Some people, no, literally, like some people, they have these kids, right? Dads will sexually abuse their daughters. Fucking moms are drug addicts and they make their kids' lives hell and the kids have to go steal fucking groceries from the grocery store. Like, that, it doesn't make any sense to me that it's like, do you guys know that these kids' lives aren't always good? Most people who aren't sexually educated are in a poverty level already because they don't have the education. So they have these children. They don't understand what it entails. It's hard on them. Then they get minimum wage jobs for the rest of their fucking lives. Work too, and it's and I'm not. Here's the argument that a lot of people will make. Right. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Of okay. What you're no, saying. it's okay. I love it. Is that people will say, "Who are you to define the worth of somebody's life if they're you know poor or sexually abused or whatever? Who are we to say that they shouldn't be alive?" And that's not what we're saying. Here's what I'm saying: quality of life. Right. Here's, and I'm not saying that if you're, if you are in poverty or you are experiencing abuse or all that stuff, that your life doesn't matter and you shouldn't live. However, if someone can prevent bringing a child into a world that cannot support it, I feel like that's a choice that the woman should be able to make. Right. Or what if that woman, let's take the child aside. What if that woman, she's in poverty, whatever it is. What if she wants to get out? What if she has big dreams for herself? What if she has all these things that she wants to do, but it is very very fucking hard to do with a baby on your hip. Here's my second point to this. That Not I, impossible. That I will but. fucking reiterate until the day I die. Is a lot of the people that are making these rules and have shit to say about this have never fucking had a kid or are a man and will never fucking have a kid. Yep. You, I have never been more pro-choice than I am after having my own child. Like ever. Right. Because this shit's fucking hard this shit is expensive this shit is taxing i don't understand how people do this shit without the fucking village that i have no seriously like i I, could not fucking and i have one child yes i could not physically fucking imagine what my life would be like if i got pregnant with anyone else besides chance no seriously i was just gonna about to say not every parent is so like hey i'm gonna like help you get this house i'm gonna help you do this let's let I'll, i'll buy the car seat you do this some parents are like you fucked up so good luck have fun and they're like, I'm still a kid myself. Or let's say you're even in your 20s and you still don't got it figured out. You're still like, I could barely take care of myself type mindset. So it is rather fucking bold of old men that have been sitting in the fucking Congress since God knows however long and have no term limits. Let's start that conversation to tell me as a 23-year-old woman that I have to have a child that that old-ass fucking man in Congress is going to have nothing to do with and not help me in any way, shape, or form. It is bold as fuck for someone to tell me that I have to go through that. You know what's more bold? is the women who believe it. It's not just the old men. There are women that are fully invested in thinking that abortion is the worst thing on this planet, too. And so I, it's not just a man thing. I honestly think I'm just throwing it out there just so that way we can say, like, yeah. it's not just these men. I understand that that's what more, aggravates me the but most. But that's probably, yeah. When they have no idea what it is, you're never going to You're never going to carry a, baby. a child. You're never right. going to birth a child. You're never right. going to be a fucking single, whatever, like, trying to breastfeed. Like, that's right. never going to be your reality. So I would love to see how these men reacted if we as women imposed vasectomies on all of them. Which we probably should. But like, how end. would you feel if I told you you have to have one? You have I to. They would I don't be give a upset fuck. as I don't fuck. give a fuck that that's your body. That has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Here's your vasectomy. Right. You did so and so, so now you cannot have children. 
Mm, it's they absurd. would be like what? It's absurd. It's they absurd. Would be like, and okay, let's let's really think about this, right? So besides all the things that we've talked about, these girls, right? We were just talking about ourselves. Yeah. They're gonna do what they want. If they get pregnant and they're like, my parents are going to be so fucking upset. I'm just going to hide this till the end, right? You know how many babies are going to end up in the trash? You know how many little girls are going to be looking up? How do I terminate a pregnancy from home? Punch their stomachs and stuff. And then they have the leftover fetus in their womb. So now they've made this big grown-up decision of like giving themselves their own miscarriage. Because I'm sure you can Google that shit. And they have old fetus inside their womb. It will kill them. It gets an infection. So if it doesn't kill them, they have to get their whole womb taken out and now they can't even have kids, right? Based off of a child's decision because they were scared to tell their parents that they were pregnant. So why are we? This is that it's it's an, it's mind blowing. Well, what's what's absolutely it's so unsafe, silly to me is that they think that banning abortion stops abortion. It doesn't. That right, right. You you're stopping safe abortion is what you're doing. You we used to have bans on weed and everyone was still fucking high. We have bans on we used to have bans on alcohol and people were still drinking. Yeah, but even it's like not, aside from these inanimate objects, right? Like right. alcohol and weed and all that. These this is a person's fucking being and livelihood. Like you said, if a she, woman. Let's say a woman has an ectopic pregnancy, which yeah. is when the baby is not in yeah, the tube. Yeah, that's life threatening. Yes. The procedure, what it is literally medically called to remove that baby from where it's not supposed to be where both the baby and both the mom are gonna fucking die yes is called an abortion mm-hmm. so in 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 your dumbass thinking of these people that think that only only abortions that happen are these 16 year old irresponsible women that have sex when they shouldn't be having sex and then get pregnant and don't want it that is like so few of the percentages of what abortions are actually occurring most of the time you think that a woman like these people that are fighting late-term abortions you think that a woman goes through six seven eight nine months of pregnancy picks out a crib picks out a name has been pregnant has a baby shower randomly decides i don't want a baby and gets an abortion you really fucking think that that's what happens no it's that the mom gets on the table and is faced with the decision of either i can die and not make it for the rest it of my life. Because it grows in there and then explodes. And in many situations. Yeah, I've had a relative. Or, or I'm going to have a stillbirth and then possibly die. Yeah. You think that that's the decision that any woman wants to fucking make? No. Right, right. And I do think that they, there are exceptions with this abortion. Like, they're going to allow course. people to have abortions for stuff like that. And I saw that they're going to, for some rape cases well, and stuff. Well, what a but scary precedent to be setting. That something bad has to happen for you to be able to make that decision. That's what sucks. It's just a scary start. That, that this law can be made about about my body is a scary fucking start. It's a scary place to be in America. It's not okay. It shouldn't be okay. And the people that are making these decisions, like, you don't know. And it's Dude, I'm just, terrified for the little girls. I am terrified. And as moms or daughters. women who don't want to be moms ever. Like, what if you don't have a desire to be a mom? Like, at all. Well, then people will you argue you shouldn't be having sex. Okay, who the fuck is not having sex? Like, really, though. I mean, birth control doesn't always work. It's I mean, fucking ev- old men in Congress like, that are everyone, making laws about my like, bodies aren't having sex. Right? Like, you guys have wives and you guys are still fucking people who aren't your wives. You guys you know have plenty what? of sex. They so- have wives and they're probably doing gay shit. Probably. And then, I and then making anti-LGBTQ laws. I guarantee it. That's a whole other topic, bitch. We can Let's get start there. there. Let's <laughs> have that fucking <laughs> like, conversation. Right? God. We can go fucking on with that one. So, yeah. Those are my thoughts on Those that. Those are my thoughts it's on that. It's a scary thought, fucking day in America. It's a scary place to be right now. Right. I'm pissed and, off. I'm mad. I have a daughter whose body should be completely her right to do whatever the fuck she wants right? with it. And I'm angry. I agree. So am I. 
So we'll try to find some organizations, some petitions for you guys to sign. If you'd like that, they'll be in the description below. Get as active as you can about this. This is not the time to stay silent and let this shit happen to us. It's not okay. And we need to make it loud that it's not okay. Because it's not. Because it's fucking not. It's not fucking okay at all. And if you're listening to this and you think it's okay, go ahead and unfollow this shit. Which is fine. That's okay. Which is fine. And you know, that, so this is the thing, is like, this podcast has plenty of controversial topics, and if you can't listen to them and it's not okay and it makes you feel uncomfortable, that's fine. Go your separate way. That's your place. But that's that's where we're at, and that's where this is this podcast will and be And I think it's important that we're not afraid to say that, right? Right. Because we has could choose, to. we could choose to not be political, and we could choose to not... Make everyone happy. But, but this particular situation, to me, feels much more than politics. It's an I, attack. Well, we have daughters. It's an attack, because is what I feel. This is about them. It is about them. This is about them. So I am not afraid to say it. I'm not afraid to speak on it. I'm glad you brought it up. And yeah, we should all be very fucking mad right now. And if you're not mad, let's think about why. Yeah, please. And that's that. So I'm going to take some deep breaths. I know. I'm going to meditate. I love the passion though, because I totally fucking agree with you. Yeah. I, it's, I, I love the fire behind it. And I, you, I think you just said it so exquisite and so correct that it was yeah. just like, and I get that there's going to be people who don't think like you and they're like, oh well, my God, why does she think like, like that? I've but it's said, like, I didn't feel this strongly about it till I had my own kid. That's what I'm saying. I was actually exactly. low key pro-life until really? I had my own, just because I didn't think about it too much because yeah. it was so far away from me. Right. Mm-hmm. Then I had my own kid and I was like. This needs to be a goddamn decision, a fucking choice, if you will. Anything to do with your body needs to be a fucking choice. Right. And we're fighting that right now for our children. Like, our children have no fucking voice. They barely fucking talk, right? Because if, no the projection, if the trajectory of this situation continues, could you imagine when Rainy and Reagan are our age? It's, it's fucking terrifying, and I'm not okay with it. No, I'm not fucking okay and with so, it. But I would have to go fucking fly somewhere just to get her the option of what she wants done to her body. That's, it's it's mind-blowing. It's, it's so upsetting. unsafe. It's disgusting. It's just it's just awful. It's not okay. It's not your body. Let these people choose. It's not your baby also, right? So, like, people are like, hey, like, oh, if you want to discipline your kid like that or do it like that. Like, this is, I'm doing this. This is my cells. These are my, this is my body part. This is mine. Okay, you don't care about how I raise it when it comes out. Period. So what do you care about what I do when it's in? Yeah. Are you going to help pay for it? Do you adopt kids? Do you, Does any of you adopt kids? Yeah, let's hear from let's all the hear. foster parents yeah, in Congress. Yeah, I want to hear everyone. If we're going to do this, then each person that has a certain amount over money needs to have an extra bedroom to fucking help and Period. take care of fucking babies. Period. If you make a certain Give them income. a better life. If you make a certain income and you have the capability of doing it, come help. Let's write that. Let's have that law. Let's Come write that fucking, fucking conversation. Help. If you make a certain level of income, you have to donate it to making these children's lives. Or foster. Lives. Or help. Well, Alyssa, they love babies. They're pro-life. Yeah. They care. So I'm sure that they would not mind to do that. I'm sure they would not mind to disrupt their life and have some random ass child or because baby in their home that's easy. not theirs. It's easy. It's so it's easy. It's so easy. And we to love. To feed, clothe, yes. give the emotional support, the love that the kids need. It's so easy. It's so easy. Everyone should do it. Everyone should do it, says Even Congress. the people who aren't qualified to fucking do oh, it. Oh, no. Anyone can just walk out of the fucking hospital with a baby in their arms. You should have to take a fucking test. That's fucking so sad. So, yeah. So, I feel like there should just be a test. I've seen so many parents that I'm like, oh, my God. No, seriously. And you read so many stories about these kids it's that are horrific. abused or fucking put in cages and like stuff like in their own homes. These are their own <sighs> homes, guys. 
That's what's happening to some of those babies afterwards. Oh, say can you see? <laughs> that was so good. I was like, I'm going with it. All was, right. Well, that was our rant. I love ending on such a happy, lighthearted note. Yeah. It really just fills my soul. Right? With, with, I just feel so much more relaxed. I do, too. Great. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening today. Um, I hope that we made you angry because yeah. you should be angry. I hope you made it to the end of this podcast. I hope, you know what? Because the first half we were talking about real fun, lighthearted stuff. Yeah. Alyssa lit the match and my fucking shit. Like, let's <laughs> fucking do it. <laughs> so I hope you stuck around for that. It'll be in the description. So hopefully it people will. know what they're getting into. But yeah. So yeah. thanks for listening. Thank you. We love you all. Get mad. Get Go mad. crazy. We love you more even if you get mad. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll see you on the next one. Hopefully. Should I pour us out? Yes. You should pour us out. Definitely need a glass fucking of wine three after Three more glasses that. after this. Try to have a good day. <laughs> <laughs>